Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers. On the broadcast day, we go to the city of Sparks with Wes Duncan. He's the Sparks City Attorney here for the whole show on all new Nevada Newsmakers. Get into the Carson Valley Inn for cash and getaway giveaways. Cash and free play drawings every Thursday and Saturday with a $1,000 winner guaranteed each drawing night. And grand prize giveaways including $10,000 in cash or the ultimate Hawaiian vacation package guaranteed. It's the cash and getaway giveaways only at the Carson Valley Inn. The Do It Right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission. Your furnace breaks down today, we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again? For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at nevadaheating.com. Truck drivers are some of the hardest working people you'll meet delivering over 70% of America's freight and 92% of Nevada's. When there's a natural disaster, they're delivering critical supplies to help those communities recover and rebuild. Every sector of the economy and our nation's military rely on truck drivers. So let's take a moment to say thank you. On the open road or city streets, our truck drivers are rolling to make our economy and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. It's the 10 million point Break the Bank giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Plus, win your share of 50,000 in cash. The 10 million point Break the Bank giveaways plus 50,000 in cash at Tamarack Casino. Now through February 25th, your good times are at Tamarack Casino. Nevada Newsmakers Studio is located at the headquarters of the Nevada Trucking Association. Motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're pleased to welcome to the program Wes Duncan. He is the Sparks City Attorney. Pleasure to have you back on the program, hey, sir. Thanks. thanks for having me. Um, first thing I want to ask you about was uh, you did this uh, Safest Sparks tour. And you were listening to all these different groups and what their thoughts were about your office. What struck you the most about what you heard? Well, one of the things that I really wanted to do was I wanted to connect the, the city attorney's office uh, really back to, to the people in, in, in the city. And so we met with faith leaders. Uh, I almost made it to every school in Sparks. We're still trying to, to make it to the last couple of ones. So we visit elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, um, and really just heard uh, about what was on people's mind from, from public safety uh, to fentanyl to uh, everything and in between, potholes in the street and traffic and, and everything else. And it was really an opportunity for me uh, to, to really listen and to learn and to engage. And so, um, it, were you it surprised at how basic it was when people are talking about potholes? It brings it home as to how people actually relate to their local government. Well, this is one of the things that I love about being the Spark City Attorney is that municipal government is government closest to the people and so the, the, the actions that we take on a day-to-day -day basis from a legal perspective or as a city uh, has an impact on, on people's lives and it really is about serving wh where the need is and so you know as a city attorney I'm the chief prosecutor so we prosecute crimes within the city and then I represent every city department from the Sparks Police Department to the fire to the snow plows that you see uh, moving 
through the through, through the city, and so you really get a heart for for what's on people's mind, and so it was a it was a great opportunity. I wanted to make that connection that you've got a Spark City attorney that wants to learn, that wants to listen, that wants to engage, and then learn, and we then build those relationships within the city uh, to to get things done on behalf of the citizens. So, what did you learn that was actionable? So, one of the things that was actionable, uh, and I'll, I'll give you a great example. I was in a uh, an elementary school and the principal was dealing with uh, a student whose uh, mom came into the principal's office and was badly beaten. That case then went into our office as a domestic violence case and at that time we were working on an ordinance, the first of its kind in this jurisdiction, to prevent domestic violence in the presence of children. So we were able to we, we actually didn't even have contact with our victim survivor at the time. I reached out to the principal and I said, we want to help in this case and prosecute this case. Will you reach out? He was able to make that connection. We, we got her on board in the prosecution of that case. And then from learning about what the city is facing, for example, domestic violence is something that destroys the fabric of our communities. And what I was seeing is just increased incidents of domestic violence in the presence of children. And we know that if a child is witnessing that sort of level of violence in their home, it has so many downstream effects on their life from you know, learning ability to the way that they interact with others. And so we wanted to lead as a city, pass an ordinance to, to prevent and to criminalize that type of behavior. So that was just one example of learning about what's going on in a community Know, being able to prosecute a case and stand up for the, for a victim in, in our community and stand up for for the children as well, and then you know fentanyl and overdoses. Okay, well, hang on. Let, let's, yeah. let's back up here before we move on sure. to the next one. Um, how big of an issue is domestic violence? I think it's a huge issue, um, and you know one of the things that that I want to make clear as a chief prosecutor in Sparks is that Sparks is a zero tolerance city for it. And we launched a, a, a domestic violence initiative uh, this past summer to try to uh, prevent and deter uh, domestic violence within our city. And so, you know, we took an all-of-board approach uh, on trying to tackle this issue. Okay. So, for example, what were you suggesting? So one of the things that we did first and foremost, we um, we wanted to train our law enforcement officers. So we had what was called a, dom a domestic abuse response team, our DART team where we would um, train specifically eight different officers who would be on each shift throughout the night, whether it's graveyard or night or day shift, so that if they're called to a, a really bad domestic violence case, they would be able to respond on scene and help better investigate that case. So we trained eight specific DART officers on that and we worked with uh, the Sparks Police Department to craft a, hey, here's how you work up a case, and then here's what the prosecutor needs to be able to, to prosecute the case. Then we took that training and then trained the entire patrol section in, in Sparks PD. Then we passed our ordinances. Um, one of the dynamics of domestic violence is, was what you call this power and control dynamic, where abuser will use that special intimate relationship to try to basically manipulate the victims from not going forward in the case. So we passed an ordinance that if you are trying to dissuade or prevent a victim of crime from coming to court or from not filing a case, that we were going to prosecute you for that. Um, we then did um, early intervention with, with victim survivors. We made sure if you can get a victim survivor on board early in a case, 
build a rapport with them, ride the roller coaster of emotions that occurs when there's a domestic violence case, and, and get on board early, we find that the uh, incidences of being able to prosecute those cases exponentially uh, increase. So we redoubled our efforts there. We passed ordinances. We trained law enforcement. We also went through trauma-informed training with our own prosecutors in the office to understand how trauma affects the brain and how um, a, a victim may or may not react like you think they should react in a situation. So we wanted to be more compassionate and more sensitive to being able to do those cases. And then finally, the accountability piece is that if you are either heading to trial for a domestic violence case or you've been found guilty at a domestic violence trial, if you violate, if you aren't sent to jail initially, if you violate any terms of your probation, we're requesting an immediate revocation, what's called a revocation of your sentence, and we're asking for jail time. We want to, again, send the message, Sparks is a zero-tolerance city for domestic violence, and we'll use an all-of-the-aboard approach to, t to tackle this, this, this really terrible crime. Um, mental illness is something that, um, you know, 911 has been dealing with for a long time. And um, there's a pilot program that uh, Las Vegas Metro has been involved in. Uh, it's a national program um, where they're bringing in counselors who are not part of Metro. Mm -hmm. um, so that when you call 911 and it's a mental illness issue, you are diverted to that program so that police officers can do the job of policing rather yes. than being, you know, uh, mental health counselors. Um, are you looking at doing anything like this the in city Sparks? Of, the city of Sparks is looking into that option as well. You know, we've taken approach. We have a, uh, a homeless outreach proactive engagement team. Uh, many of our mental Ill, mentally ill are in the unsheltered and homeless community. And so we take a very proactive approach to try to first connect them to services and, and using the criminal justice system as a, as, a last, as a last resort. We also have mobile outreach safety teams, which is a, a licensed professional who's not a law enforcement officer that tries to be on every shift with our officers so that if they're called out to a situation that's dealing with a mentally ill person, uh, sometimes a police officer, just like you said, is, is maybe not equipped because they're not a licensed professional to deal with that level uh, of mental illness that may be occurring, but sending a professional in to try to de-escalate the situation. I'm proud of the efforts that Sparks has been doing in, in those ways, but, but that program that you identified is something that we're looking at. And you know, any way that you can help um, keep our law enforcement officers focused on the mission of uh, you know, public safety and policing our communities and doing everything that they can. It, people don't realize that, that the tremendous efforts it takes to be a law enforcement officer today. You not only have to be schooled up in keeping the community safe, but also many of them are, are like counselors out there and getting in a domestic situation. Some of them have to deal with the, the mentally ill and doing those things. And so trying to be able to refocus them and, and keep them uh, focused on the things that, about keeping us safe is, is really what the city of Sparks is, is trying to call. Um, homelessness is obviously a huge problem uh, for the Reno-Sparks area. Um, and, you know, the river is certainly an area of concern and it's something that we're using as a selling point, uh, but at certain places and certain times, it's, it's not a safe place to go. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, and this is the, the big question I think we're all asking is, you know, we're aware that homelessness is a huge problem. Um, but what are your thoughts on dealing with it? Well, I mean, it is a huge problem. Uh, again, uh, the city of Sparks and using its, its HOPE team, 
really that our HOPE officers, uh, dedicated officers to, uh, to engaging with, with our homeless population. You know, it's a public safety issue as well. Uh, when, when, when there are homeless camps that are down by the river, there's, there's, there's a public safety and a health nexus. Well, as, as fire, well. needles, fires. all kinds of you things. You know, we, we've seen incidences all over the country where propane tanks have blown up and killed people, and, and we want to be able to prevent those, those types of things as well uh, in our jurisdiction. So it's, it's, a, it's a problem that the city, I think, is leading on in terms of, again, we have dedicated officers that, that deal with the homeless. They've built a rapport. They're trying to first connect them to services. They've connected a lot of homeless people to services. And then we have a partnership with Reno with Community Court, for example, where we're trying to get them into Community Court, where there's a stick-and-carrot approach of accountability, connecting them to services. Um, but what do you do about the homeless um, that say, hey, leave us alone? You know, there, there are rules and regulations to uh, the homeless shelters that we don't want to deal with. We want to have our pets. We want to be with our husband or wife. Yeah. Um, um, or they just plain don't want to be part of society. How do you deal with that? Well, I, there is a, people have to follow the laws as well, right? So there is an enforcement part of that. And so for, for our homeless folks that are resistant to services, uh, and we have given them every option to try to get them connected, to get them away from being homeless, there obviously is an enforcement portion of that that the city of Sparks and the city attorney's office will come into play. If, if you are completely resistant, you're breaking the laws, and we've given you every opportunity to, 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 to try to connect you to services and not be that way, then there's consequences for, for that as well. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with more with Wes Duncan. He's the Spark City Attorney after this timeout. Get into the Carson Valley Inn for cash and getaway giveaways. Cash and free play drawings every Thursday and Saturday with a $1,000 winner guaranteed each drawing night. And grand prize giveaways including $10,000 in cash are the ultimate Hawaiian vacation package guaranteed. It's the cash and getaway giveaways only at the Carson Valley Inn. Pro Group Management specializes in providing industries with the necessary components to satisfy and exceed workers' comp requirements. Every business has unique needs and specific regulations. Pro Group Management stays ahead of the curve, providing up-to-date services to keep your industry in top form. Discover how we simplify your tasks, improve efficiency, and reduce expense to keep you moving in a positive direction. Pro Group Management. Workers' comp that works for you. Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1 in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail. R-A-N-N-V dot org. Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. It's the 
10 million point Break the Bank giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Plus, win your share of 50,000 in cash. The 10 million point Break the Bank giveaways plus 50,000 in cash at Tamarack Casino. Now through February 25th, your good times are at Tamarack Casino. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Wes Duncan. He's the Spark City attorney. Um, one of the biggest issues we're dealing with in this country, let alone in this state, is fentanyl. Yes. Um, were you surprised at how large of a problem this is in your time so well, far in the, in the office? Well, it's, it's, it's scary, right? And as a parent of, of three kids, nine, eight, and four, who are in elementary school, middle school, and heading towards high school, I mean, we had 484 deaths statewide. 246 of those were synthetic fentanyl related. And the increase in incidences of fentanyl overdose that we're seeing in Washoe County, Clark County, and across the state are, are alarming, right? This is, it, the lethality of very small doses of fentanyl is something that everybody should be alarmed of. And the problem is, is it's not that just someone is identifying, I'm taking fentanyl and overdosing on it. People are overdosing because fentanyl is being laced in everything from marijuana to heroin, to ecstasy, methamphetamine, and everything in between. And so it's a real problem. It's something that, that our city is going to be tackling uh, this year. Sparks Police, City Attorney's Office, and the Mayor's Office is really going to be getting out the word uh, about the dangers of fentanyl. One thing... By the way, what, so, so, all right, when, when you're talking to students yes. um, who are of the age, you know, a little bit older than your kids, um, what's their response when you say, don't get anywhere near this stuff. Well, you know, you have to craft a, a message and be able to, to be accessible to, to the youth and, and be able to speak to them in terms of social media and in ways of, 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 of bringing in the why of why, why it's important. Right? A lot of, I think, parents will think, well, my, my child isn't, isn't doing those things, and so I don't have to worry about it. But the trouble is, is that, again, as we talked about, fentanyl is getting into all other types of, of sentences. You hear about law enforcement officers that have to heavily glove up when they're dealing with drug seizures because they don't know about the amount of fentanyl that is right. in there, and they may overdose themselves. And so, just by contact, just by contact. And so, when you're ingesting this, and, and you know, we've seen enough meth, uh, fentanyl, excuse me, come through the Washoe County region that would, you know, would kill the whole Western uh, United States. This stuff is lethal. It's potent. And it's something that all parents and students, faith leaders, community leaders should be thinking about and talking about. And, and we intend to do that as a city. Well, one of the things that's, that's always um, interesting is that, you know, you, you talk to parents and they say, well, my kid's never going to do that. And they kind of forget what they were like when they were kids. And they were doing things that their parents didn't think they were doing either. So, I mean, I, I think we really need to have this huge awareness campaign and hopefully it saves, you know, even if it only saves one life, um, it makes it so worthwhile. Well, I agree. I mean, we, we had d just recently in the city of Sparks, it was, it was as fashioned as almost as a mass casualty event. We had a bunch of overdoses in the house, fentanyl related. And so it's hitting close to home. I, I want to make sure that uh, as the city's chief prosecutor, we're doing all that we can to inform parents. That's why the, the community tour was so important about building those different relationships in schools and faith leaders and business owners to really get that awareness out because unfortunately it, it can happen in your suburban neighborhood in Sparks or Reno. Well, well, who would have thought, you know, with all the concern over meth 
that it would be so overshadowed by fentanyl. Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, we, we certainly have a, 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 a it's a, it's a global, it's a global problem, right? A ton of, ton of fentanyl coming in uh, from China and then moving through the border, and, and, and you know, law enforcement is, is trying to tackle this issue. But yes, methamphetamine, uh, who would have thought that the methamphetamine issue, fentanyl would, would, would certainly be tracking and trying to overtake it. It's crazy. All right, we'll take another break. We'll be back more with the Spark City Attorney, Wes Duncan, after this timeout. You work hard. Early mornings, late nights, and cutting hair is just the start. Last year, 9 out of 10 Nevada HealthLink enrollees got financial help on their health insurance. At NevadaHealthLink.com, our plans are made for your plans. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel, always at the cutting edge of progress. Brian Culpa Photography was born in the rolling hills of Massachusetts, and now he can help you experience the stunning beauty of Nevada in a whole new way through the power of flight. Flying has always been a passion for Brian, and at Brian Culpa Photography, he can make your imagination soar. Brian has the creative mind and tools to tell your unique story. Experience the bird's eye view at brianculpaphotography.com. You're your own boss. There's no clocking in or clocking out. There's only getting ahead. Nevada HealthLink is the only place you can get federal financial help on private health insurance. At NevadaHealthLink.com, our plans are made for your plans. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Wes Duncan. He's the Spark City attorney. Uh, marijuana lounges. Um, you tell me no. Um, Tick Segabloom is not going to be happy. <laughs> well, so uh, but why? I mean, you know, it's legal. Um, we don't seem to have had a huge incident of crime related to marijuana. I know that law enforcement is trying to figure out, you know, what level of, you know, is intoxication. Um, but if it's legal to buy it, shouldn't it be legal to be able to smoke it? And especially in a tourism-based economy, and Sparks is no different. It has, uh, you know, a brand new casino that just opened up with. Uh, two hotels connected to it. You've got the Nugget, which is a huge casino. Um, shouldn't people have a place to use well, a product so, that's legal? You know, our policymakers, our, our city council, have decided that that under Title 20 of our of our code, that that, that right now, that marijuana lounges are, are not something that the, the city of Sparks wants. And so, you know, we, but how do you feel about it as the chief prosecutor? Um, if something is legal, um, shouldn't people have a place to do it? Well, I, I think people do have a place to do it, and it's, it's within their homes. But, but what about the tourism? I mean, you can't do it in your hotel room. You can't, right. you know, casinos are, are not allowed to have marijuana on property, even though I'm sure that they would love for that rule to be changed. Um, but, th but they're not allowed to. 
Um, but, but, you know, we have a huge tourist economy and, and people can come and buy this product in tons of dispensaries, including in Sparks. But then it's, you know, are you going to go uh, after people and prosecute them for this? Well, obviously, if someone was setting up a marijuana lounge against municipal code, there would be a problem there. But, but there are places to do, to, to, to do the legal activity. I think w when I look at this issue, you're going to you know, bring the stakeholders together. So your chief of police, your policymakers within the city. Um, you know, having marijuana lounges, the, the issue that you just identified about whether a person is under the influence of marijuana, that's a, that's a huge issue. And those cases are, are much harder to prove in the, DU, in the, excuse me, the drug realm than they are in the, in the DUI realm because you can just take a test and, and right. know the person's per se uh, over the limit. The, the DUI problem. But you haven't seen a huge crime wave connected to the legalization of marijuana. Well, I, I will say this, and I can say this as a prosecutor both in, at both ends of the state and, and more recently in Washoe County, you would be absolutely astounded at the, you know, if you want to call it a gateway drug or whatever it is, the, the, um, the, the amount of cases that involve some sort of marijuana nexus, whether it's being highly addicted to it uh, or, or not. And so... You know, it's habitual. It's not addictive. Well, I, I'm not a doctor, so I... I, I no, no, but I mean I, I, I mean, I can tell you that. I mean, it's, it's, it, you could stop... If you were somebody who was smoking marijuana, you could stop at any time. So that means it's not addictive. It's habitual. It's, you choose to do it. Well, the, You're, the, you're not going to have withdrawals like you would say from heroin. True. I think the other thing that... that, that is I just have these discussions with Dick Gale okay, all the yeah. time, so... <laughs> The, the, the other incident is that the, the concentration levels, right, are different and that the higher concentration Absolutely. levels. So, so in dealing with um, people being incapacitated and driving, we want to make sure that we are having a safe community. Absolutely, and, and I couldn't agree with you more. And there's a place, it's not that people are prohibited, prohibited from doing uh, marijuana in those places, but there's a place to do it. We want to keep people safe. And, you know, this is probably an issue that will continue. Again, city attorney doesn't make the decision, right. but our policy I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling Mayor Lawson after yeah. this show and getting you, him back on here. We you, have to you get him this. on there, yeah. <laughs> okay, and that's where we have to leave it for today. Uh, lots more topics we didn't get a chance to get to, but please come back, especially during session, because uh, I know you'll have some issues there as well. Yep. So thank you. Happy Appreciate you being so. here. Thanks, and so. we'll be right back. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NB Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low, and our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way, because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Truck drivers are some of the hardest working people you'll meet, delivering over 70% of America's freight and 92% of Nevada's. When there's a natural disaster, they're delivering critical supplies to help those communities recover and rebuild. Every sector of the economy and our nation's military rely on truck drivers. So let's take a moment to say thank you. On the open road or city streets, our truck drivers are rolling to make our economy and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. Each day, the Children's Advocacy Alliance partners with leaders, legislators, and families across Nevada to improve children's health, education, economic well-being, and safety. We recognize Nevada will be no better than the state of its children. 
Be a part of this change. Be a supporter of the Children's Advocacy Alliance. For more information, go to caanv.org. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. As always, you can watch Nevada Newsmakers 24 hours a day at nevadanewsmakers.com. See you on the next show.